This is the Pod Eminence Podcast, episode number 59. Here on this show, we practice safe lunch. Always use a condiment. This is the Pod Damidius Podcast. Space is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast in your ear. From the Henbuck Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan, the Red Room in Spadeland, and the Scorpion Room in San Marcos, Texas, this is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. All right, well, welcome to episode number 59. One away from episode number 60. Wow, that's kind of crazy. So we're just, while recording this, getting off of the 4th of July weekend. I'm sure we all had some eventful, fun weekends. and Maybe saw fireworks, or at least heard some fireworks. And America, baby. Woo! America. I just saw someone shared on Facebook um, at a Walmart Oh, someone started singing the national anthem, and all of a sudden, another person joined. Next thing you know, like the whole store was singing the national anthem together. It was actually really cool. Um, I saw a different thing at a Walmart. Well, usually things you see in a Walmart aren't always positive, but this one was, and I was like, "That's right, good job, Walmart people." The <laughs> one I saw was a uh, firework display at Walmart that was on fire and going off. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I kind of want to see that one actually then too. That would be interesting in a different way. Yeah, fireworks are dangerous, definitely. But um, now We'll talk about fireworks safety here in a minute. Yep. But uh, Texas, we'll start with you. I know that you went camping. How was your weekend? I sure did. So I don't remember when we podcasted last. Last Tuesday. Sounds about right. So between then and now, I worked, worked some more, worked again, and then took off a Friday of this week. So I had a four-day weekend. We drove to Horrockport, Texas, which is about uh, three hours away. It's close to Corpus Christi. And because uh, my dad was doing an art show there and got to go camping and help him set up his art show. And then... Got to go kayaking in my, well, of course, in my kayak, of course. <laughs> uh, went fishing. Found a, found a little island that was pretty much made of nothing but shells. And I stood on it and fished from there for a while. That's really neat. And you caught, caught a, a fish. I, I actually caught a couple of fish. Nice. I, th- I think I caught four. Three of which were no bigger than my hand. And then I caught a decent-sized trout. But I let him go. So. so you more fish just for the fun of it, not necessarily I, for food. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't really like fish. I just fish to relax and have fun. And, nice. I, and I normally let the fish go. So it's like a win-win for everyone. And then um, Sunday, helped my dad tear down his tent from the art show and got a nice spot to watch fireworks out there at Rockport and then got everything set up and then it decided to absolutely downpour. Did you guys need rain down there, though? I don't think Rockport necessarily does because okay. they're right on the water, so they get a lot of rain. But okay. it it rained hard for at least two hours, and then we're like, let's just go back to the hmm. camp, the campground. And then, sure enough, it stopped raining by the time we got there, but we could still see the fireworks from the campground, so that was nice. Nice. Well, that sounds like a good time. And at least your dad got to sell some art. So and then. Oh yeah, he sold he sold one of his really big paintings. He was kind of sad because it was his favorite painting, but you know, money talks. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, my daughter helped him out a lot because my mom couldn't go back on Sunday because my mom has some health issues, as yep. Jay Hizzle knows. So uh, uh, my daughter my daughter was there with him. She helped run everyone's credit cards if they wanted to buy something. She helped wow. bag. She helped sell. That's awesome. She basically become a, she basically became his little helper, which is nice. I mean, it's fun too. Um, Teacher some entrepreneurial. Drove back today, space. put my stuff away, and now I'm ready to go back to work tomorrow. So, no, the weekends go by fast, don't they? Well, it was really weird because I woke up at five Friday morning, five in the morning, because we wanted to leave by six to get there and get everything set up before it got hot. And, like, we got there around noon, got everything set up, and started heading to the campground at noon. And I'm like, it's only noon? It feels like it's so much later. After I said that, like, the rest of the week just flew by. But I did, Friday night, I made some uh, delicious ribeye steaks and uh, baked potatoes and corn on the cob. And then Sunday I made New York strip steaks with baked potatoes and a salad. And then yesterday it was hot dogs and hamburgers for the fourth. Woohoo! And then you know, so uh, I do I do feel like I'm losing weight when I look at myself. So I feel happy about that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. That's great. We're gonna go with a person who kind of looks like death now. Rick, how are you doing? Yeah, I got a little bit of a cold. <laughs> you gotta uh, stop taking your clothes off. I can't help it. Whatever she wants to do, I'm learning to do, okay? Hey, no talking about it, though. Yeah, I've been yelled at a couple of times. It's okay. She she still loves me. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Locke's been playing uh, softball, and he's been doing pretty good with that. Uh, got to be the first base coach for his last two games. So I've been enjoying that. It's fun, it's fun, you know, being out there and telling those kids what to do. So nice. And the sound kind of fun. Yeah, uh, he's got another game Wednesday, so I'm excited for that. Um, been doing some stuff with the kids and the girlfriend. Uh, we've been doing, you know, a lot of Mario Kart. Uh, Friday I took them to the, her pool to go swimming. So, who's winning at Mario Kart? Are you still winning, or is she actually beating you sometimes? Um, she hasn't won. Elena is still somehow managing to win, but we've been doing um like a team battle thing now. 
Ah, okay. So the last team battle thing we did, I think we we all won by like twenty points. So that was good. Nice. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> let's see here. The third, I went out to the VFW at night to watch the fireworks with Kim and her family. Since her family runs the bar out there in Athens, um, that was a good time. Got to meet some new people. That sounds those fire those, those fireworks went off for almost two hours, so they oh, spent a lot of money on that, I'm sure. Oh wow, that would be fun. So, um, had a good time doing that, and then I went to work at five, so I was up at like four o five, so I got like maybe four hours of sleep. And then for the fourth, I didn't have the kids, so me and Kim decided that we were going to go out for dinner, and uh, we went to the hibachi steakhouse that they have here in Battle Creek. And they throw butter in the air, and they go, butterfly, butterfly. Actually, this one didn't throw butter, but man, he he had fun. So mm-hmm. first, he did, first he did a line of, of, uh, of alcohol that he set on fire. Around the entire hibachi. Then he set the whole hibachi on fire. And then he chopped up all the vegetables. And then he was flipping broccoli in the air and trying to get us to catch it. Yep. Did you? I caught caught mine after the third try. He was really close the first two times. And he's like, all right, one more, one more. And then he threw it. I caught it right in my mouth where, like, everybody could see that was, like, in between my lips. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I was pretty excited. (laughs) Um, And then... You had sake? Yeah, he, I had some sake. <laughs> so so um, at the hibachi that I go to, or that I went to, um, they offer all the adults uh, to spray sake in their mouth. And all the men that were around the table, because there was like another gr- uh, group that was with us at the hibachi, um, all the men did it. The women didn't do it. And then the second time around, only me and the other guy that was, uh, well, me and one other guy were the ones that did it. So he did it, and then uh, he came to me, and uh, the Asian guy is just going, Saki, Saki, Saki. And as he's doing it, you know, he's spraying it in my mouth, and he just keeps on going. And I swear I had at least, you know, six, seven shots worth in my mouth from that, just that one run. And I know they water it down, but still six, seven shot plus the two plus my Moscow mule. <laughs> so I, I was pretty blitzed. And at the time, my girlfriend just like, babe, seriously? And then finally, after my mouth was just about full, I told him, you know, yeah. cut it off. But yeah. So it just goes to show Rick likes it when guys squirt stuff in his mouth. The other thing, too, is he was getting it probably before his meal came, so definitely would feel it faster. Yeah. Oh, he was feeling it all right. (laughs) Oh, boy. Boy, it sounds like you have experience doing that. No, I just watch a lot of porn. Okay. Well, the gay porn you watch is all fun and dirty, whatever. So you had a very uh, good weekend, too. (laughs) So, yeah, um... And then today I got out early, so um, I went with my girlfriend to go DoorDash, and she did pretty good. She made like $60, $70 in a couple hours. So Dang. Nice. Yeah. The last, the very last one we did, it was like a 10 or it was like $10 altogether. She got a $7 tip plus the three from DoorDash. Nice. Yep. And then uh, 
Lax Games Wednesday. She's supposed to come hang out tomorrow. And then next week, is, I is am... your Is your ex still giving you shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like we've now split time off and like she's picking the kids up at six now. It's a whole clusterfuck. But we'll see what happens. I'm just trying to stay hopeful that eventually everybody will just, you know, get over their shit and we can all just be happy and, you know, do barbecues and stuff together. Well, you're happy, so she won't be happy because you're happy, so she wants to make you miserable. I just want everybody to be happy. I'm not the type of person that's just going to, you know, try and fuck everybody over. So, but, uh, yeah, and then next week, uh, we'll probably record beforehand, but uh, I'm going to end up going out of town. I'm going to go out of state. I'm going to be in South Carolina. I was supposed to see the ocean. So that's going to be pretty cool. So you might go to the ocean now? Oh, no, we're for sure going to the ocean. Now. Oh, nice. I'm excited for you. That's awesome. And It'll I'm be what... Rick's first time seeing the ocean. It is. And and I'm very confused now. This Lucha House Party guy has like a cane mask puma fucking thing going on. I don't but, know. I haven't been watching wrestling at all. I'm semi keeping track. But yeah, so that's I'm not, not not at all. So yeah, that's what's going on with me. Uh Jay Hizzle, what's going on in your neck of the woods? A lot. Whew. Since our last podcast, work's been really busy. A lot of it is we've been um, we're, we're considering upgrading to a little bit bigger office, a little bit nicer office potentially, because our lease is up in a couple months. So we've been looking at different places, and we found we're pretty picky because there's not much we like. But there's one place which was the first place we looked at that we really like, and we did find another place we like, but probably a little too pricey. And um, so we are gonna take one more look and make a decision. But so that's been fun, but busy, and still doing boxing and stuff, and then. You know, the four-day weekend was fun, but it was exhausting. I think Friday I woke up, and then Josh's niece and I went and test drove a few more cars to try to get an idea, final idea of what's on our list of go look for the next day. And then I did a bunch of yard work. Well, I did a little bit of work and some investing stuff, and I did a bunch of yard work and mowing, and then my mom came over, and we de-weeded some stuff. I cut down this little tree that's growing out of a window well that I still need to get a chainsaw. For my dad to finish oh, that Chainsaw? thing. Yeah, because it covers the... It's the one that likes to grow and co- try to cover up my air conditioning. It's like, like a weed tree. Oh, they're fun to play with. Huh. You, you, you know, that's funny that you mentioned that. Because I have this one creeping vine that's been going up my... Um, my uh, side of my house over by where the dogs like to um, be penned up. And I opened the door the other day, and the vine had somehow managed to grow inside, in between the fucking door and my wall. And I had to rip that bitch out. It was good, like, two, three feet that I pulled out. So. These plants are just taking over. Crazy. And then... Jumanji. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And then... I think I went over to my parents that night for something, and... Then I was watching some hockey, and then I had a cleaning to do, and then Saturday morning got up early, and um, Texas's niece and I went to Fort Wayne and looked at a bunch of cars, and we found one. It was really cool. This dealership we went to had an amazing selection, 
so much better than almost everywhere. And he explained to me that they have buyers that go across the country looking for like really good deals on cars at auctions. And um, every morning they go put the keys in the majority of the cars, except for the really fancy ones. So people and they're unlocked, so people can sit in them and stuff. And then um, we told him which ones we liked, and he gave us a dealer plate and said, "Go ahead and just go take all the cars you want for a test drive, and then come back and let me know what you think, what you like." So it was kind of nice. They let us do our own thing. Um, I enjoyed that. That's a scary thought with you. I know. We literally test drove like one, two, three, four, five, maybe six cars. The one car was almost completely out of gas, so that one had me a little nervous. <laughs> we did a little bit of a shorter run on that one, but it was just it, it was a lot of fun. So your niece did a very good job trying to you know figuring out what she liked, what she didn't like, and all that. So. We ended up finding a really good deal on a Ford Escape, and hopefully it'll be all ready to go later this week. Um, I'm, I'm going to need your help here in the near future. I'm looking for a third-row seat vehicle. Yes. You know I'll love to help you. Know, you. you know, you just made his day because I told him on Saturday, I think it was, I go, Jay, you're going to have to fly down here and help me look for a vehicle. And he goes, yes. He's, he's like, He is, like, super excited for that. Oh, I, when someday, you know, and I'm semi-retired and I mean, I'll always be doing some finance stuff in some way, but I want to like at least part-time work at a car dealership or own a dealership or something and sell cars to people because it's just fun. Or maybe start some kind of service where I help people car shop. But cause yeah, we, it was <laughs> like fun. instead of a, instead of an Uber Lyft or a DoorDash, it's a car Justin. I don't know exactly what it would be, but. No, I mean, there's a lot of, I spent a lot of time doing the research and figuring out what places to go to and all that. But it was funny because we went, the first deal we went to didn't have any of the car. Like, there was two vehicles we want to look at and they're both gone. So we didn't even get out. And then the next one, um, this lady, which no one wore name tags. She was just dressed nice. So I figured she worked there because she's walking up to us. <laughs> she couldn't find the car. I later found it on the way out, but, eh. And, um,. This one dealer, like I said, everything worked out great and perfect. I figured that'd be where we'd find it because they had so many options. Or most dealerships had maybe one or two cars when I look at. This one had like eight or nine or ten. It was ridiculous. But no, it worked out really well. So let's see. And then let's see. I got back. And then Erica, who you got to meet on the phone. So we've been going out on some dates and getting to know each other. And I decided, well, she should probably meet some of my friends. So we went and spent the 3rd of July. And my friend Allie and Jesse's, um, Jesse's dad's place on a lake, and that was a lot of fun. And we got to see a bunch of fireworks and stuff. We took the pontoon boat out there, and that was fun. On the pontoon. I'm pretty confident some rednecks took down a power line because we were um, getting some groceries, some food for to contribute to the dinner. And it was in Dalton, Michigan. And all of a sudden, the lights flickered on and off, on and off. And then we hear all these sirens and stuff. When we started go trying going to the lake, uh, the police officer was in front of us and then turned and closed and said we had to turn around. So we came around another way, and then we saw the fire truck, and we're like, oh, man, is it blocking the road that we have to go on? But it wasn't. It was blocking the road if we went left, but we could still go right. And we looked, and there was, like, a, a, a few, like, almost like in the movie when you think of a, a redneck, you know, people with, you know, missing teeth and stuff like and, like, mullets, and it was very, like, just very stereotypical, but it looked like they were launching off fireworks 
And when the fireworks hit a transformer on a power line, it exploded. Hence, there was a big boom and lights flickered. And then it, the pole fell into the street. I know. It was pretty crazy. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty crazy. Uh, let's see. And then Sunday, went to, went to church, which I haven't been to church for a while. So that was really nice. Took the Corvette out for a spin, too, because it was nice weather. Did you get on your knees for the Father? I mean, in a Catholic church, you do get on your knees and pray, yes. <laughs> so, I'm guessing you knew that. And then, <laughs> sat by my parents for a bit, and then went to a campground in Coldwater, Michigan, which was a lot of fun. Hung out with my brother and sister-in-law and my niece and nephew and my sister-in-law's family and friends who were really awesome and... We were pretty much there from, like, 2.30 to, like, almost 1 in the morning. So that was a ton of fun. Uh, my, my little nephew just loves golf carts. It's hilarious. Anything that drives, really. But, yeah, I always wanted to go for a golf cart ride and then steer or whatever. So that was fun. And um, let's see here. On the way home, I thought there was a chance we might die because there were so many deer in the roads. I mean, it was country roads. Country road, but I mean, just deer Take me everywhere. Home. It was crazy. Like, I had to put my brakes on so many times. Some deer were just hanging out in the middle of the road. There was one point where two raccoons were right in the middle of the road, but um, we did make it home. They and were then, fucking. Huh? They were fucking, weren't they? Actually, I think they were eating something, but they could care less that it was coming at them. I went around. I had to swerve around them. They didn't even move. And then... um. Today, I went to help my dad clean out the pole barn and do stuff there. And I was pretty much there for eight hours cleaning and helping do stuff. And it was hot. And I got home and had a quick dinner. And now I'm here. And whew, I had a great, fun four days. Good for the July weekend. But I am exhausted. All right. That was my, uh, my week and weekend. So I guess we should probably talk a little bit about what's happening in the news these days. There's lots going on. So first I want to update everyone. We had talked about that escape venomous snake in uh, North Carolina, the one that I think shoots poison. Well, I have good yeah, news. Yeah, the spinning cobra. Yep. Police in North Carolina said the highly venomous zebra cobra on the loose in Raleigh was safely captured in the same neighborhood where it was first spotted. So, again, this was the African species snake known for spitting its potent venom. Um, if it gets in your eyes, you could go blind. So um, they someone spotted it on Monday, and two days later they found it. So <laughs> it was captured in the same neighborhood Wednesday night by animal control. I'm sure everybody probably felt really good, like, ooh, good thing that thing's been captured. And Christopher Gifford, um, he's the one who owns it. He has a bunch Uh-oh. of exotic reptiles. And he does TikToks and stuff with them. Huh. Jeez, um, Gifford was hospitalized in April after he received a bite from his own West African green mamba snake. Ooh. Why are you handling these snakes? Why don't you at least de like I would at least get the poison out of them? Well, some people use them to make anti venom. That's how you make anti venom is you milk the snake. Ugh. Oh, so you think he's making anti venom to sell? I don't know what the hell he's doing. He could be oh, using oh. them for a sexual kink. Oh, Who knows? Oh, 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 oh. Speaking of milking things. Uh-huh. Oh god. No, 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 no. So I was at work the other day. Oh God. And and I'm walking around, and all of a sudden, I listen to this mom tell her daughters, "Your dad taught her how to milk a cat." 
Wow. And I, and, I, and I just befuddled me because the kids started laughing. He's like, no, it's not funny. This is a true story. And I'm like, how the fuck do you milk a cat? Well, me at the parents, he made it sound like it was possible. I got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Uh, that's funny. But it's unclear whether police considering laws have been broken in the escaped zebra cobra case. And they don't know if the snake will be returned to Gifford or not. But, yep, so at least it was a it was a good ending. Nobody died. The snake was captured, so. I'm surprised no, like, animals have found up dead. Yeah. Oh, apparently, I don't, I don't think so. But snakes can go a while without eating, so. Well, no, like, you know how curious some animals are when they see something. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I can see a dog run up to that thing, and then the snake, like, spray its... Like spit its venom or bite the dog, and then you got a dead dog. I know it's just scary to think that little, like a little snake and with one bite can kill animals and people, but they can. It's amazing how deadly smaller creatures can be. I know. Look at, look at the black widow. Ugh. All right, uh, this one was just kind of a cool story. Slovakian company took its prototype flying car for a test flight between two cities, and I thought that was cool. They spent a total of thirty-five minutes in the air. The so Jetsons. <laughs> His wife. I like Isn't that. Isn't that the Simpsons? What? No, the, 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 the Jetsons. Tune, the, no, the tune Rick was singing sounded like the Simpsons. No, it's, it starts almost the same. Da -da 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 -da. Me, George da -da 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 -da. Jetson. His boy, Elroy. Jane. His wife. Something like that. It is kind of like The Simpsons, isn't it? I'll have to listen to it again, but... Um, but yeah, so... The air car prototype spent 35 minutes between cities of Nida and Bratislava. Something like that. Bratislava. On Monday. Bratislava. Oh, okay. So that was the first successful intercity flight for the company. It's so tight. And the car reached cruising speed of 118 miles an hour, and the trip was half as long as a typical little drive between the two cities, so... The air car is no longer is no longer just a proof of concept. I don't know why the Slovakians speak that way, but it has turned science fiction into reality. I'm sure they have somewhat similar to the same accent as Russians. They might. The air car contains 160 horsepower Beamer engine BMW, and it's a, it converts into a sports car in a button-operated process. Takes three minutes to complete. Okay, so it takes a little while to turn back into a car. But it's now working on Air Car Prototype 2, which will feature a 300-horsepower engine expected to cruise 186 miles an hour with a range of 621 miles. That's re I, I do think that's pretty cool. The only thing with this car, I don't know how practical it would be to, like, drive it, and then I imagine it's going to be, if you fly it, you still have to, like, have a pilot's license or something. But pretty neat. So flying cars, they're here. I mean, I guess it would depend on how much clearance you need and how high up you are. I don't know. I, I find it interesting. If, I like, think it, if they start making flying cars, they get rid of flying planes. Hmm. Huh. That would also be interesting. I just, the problem is if everyone had a flying car, it'd be, uh, I don't, they'd have to have like autopilot automatically because otherwise people would crash into each other. It'll be like the Jetsons. I was texting on my phone and then... I didn't see it. Well, and then when, at those crashes, everyone you die, obviously. So now, if then technology you're birds was and shit. if technology was reliable enough, it might they might be able to fly themselves. Um, 
All right, we can, now we're looking to China. So a police academy in China announced it's holding an auction to find new homes for 54 dogs that flunked out of the program <laughs> by being too gentle for career law enforcement. Oh, these these dogs were too nice. So uh, well, at least they're trying funny. to find homes for them and not Chinese restaurants. I know that's okay, first of all, that's Korea that does that. They're primarily German shepherds, Dutch shepherds, hybrids, and Belgian Malinois. They're gonna be auctioned off on July seventh. The cans were rejected from the police um, dog training program for reasons including timid personalities, physical weakness, or frailty, failure to follow instructions, and refusing to bite when prompt. <laughs> Each dog starts at thirty dollars, with bids increasing by seven dollars and seventy cents until it ends. And then buyers must sign an agreement to follow government regulations for the proper care of the canines, which the new owners will be prohibited from reselling or otherwise rehoming. All right, so if you win the dog, you keep it for life. Aw, they have a really good picture of a puppy that he tried. He tried his best. He's just too nice. So that's kind of neat. I'm glad they're rehoming them properly. All right, I always got to do at least one world record. So today's record, a horizontal plastic water slide known as a slip and slide. Set up in West Virginia broke the Guinness World Record when the rider glided 2,021 feet across the surface. Wow. That's a long distance. That's at least that's more than a quarter of a mile. So um, West Virginia State Park hosted the record attempt um, by natural light beer. On Thursday, the brand set up a massive water slide for employees to attempt to break the record. Guinness requirements stipulate that the water slide is measured by how far a rider can travel in a single slide. The previous record was 2,006 feet, so this one just barely broke it. We thought, what better way to celebrate the 4th of July than to make the world's longest slip and slide and break the Guinness World Record and bring it back to the USA. USA. That's what they did. America, baby. Woo. America. Yep. Oh, good old Walmart. You got to love Walmart stories. So, a deer wandered into a Walmart store in Wisconsin. <laughs> I wonder which one. Oh, Baraboo, Wisconsin. Okay, nice. That's actually by the Dells. And so what do you think one of the Walmart employees did when they saw the deer wandering? They didn't pet call him. Animal Patrol or pet him or try to scare it. They tackled the deer. <laughs> no joke. There's a picture of a Walmart employee... Who tackle the deer. <laughs> He's laying on top of the deer. Wow. Not normally recommended because those hooves can tear you up. And if it's a buck, that thing could kill you. It wasn't a buck. That didn't, at least it doesn't have a rack on it. But uh, yeah, there's video captured by a witness at the Walmart store. It shows an employee pinning the deer to the floor after tackling the wild animal inside the store. Witnesses said other employees opened the back doors of the store and were able to guide the deer back outside. The animal wasn't injured and was last seen running away from the store. Probably won't come back to that Walmart again. The customer service here is horrible. I yeah. came in to get something and they tackled me. It's ridiculous. I didn't even steal anything. I was coming in. I'm going to sue them for, for deer racism. And last but not least, authorities in Florida said a highway exit ramp was closed for three hours after a flock of a dozen oh. pigeons fell from no. the back of a vehicle and scattered across the roadway. <laughs> wow. Uh, they got a they got what a nine one one call or something reporting dozens of white doves were flying at cars on Interstate ninety five. <laughs> Deputies responded to the scene, 
along with uh, County Animal Services, the Florida Highway Patrol, and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. They all went there and discovered the reported birds were actually a flock of homing pigeons. Homing pigeons, interesting. So a crate carrying upwards of 100 homing pigeons fell off a truck, and it busted open on the road. Because birds roost at night, the pigeons stayed on the road until bright lights from vehicles startled the birds, causing them to fly into the air and create a hazard for drivers. Aren't homing pigeons the ones that, like, you can teach to deliver messages? I guess. But I don't know if they learn anything yet. Obviously, they didn't learn you don't nest in the road. But because, yeah, that's just really interesting. So it took three hours from the capture. They captured 73 of the pigeons. and um, So they got most of them. They're now trying to find the owner of these pigeons. The pigeons were not banned, and the vehicle was carrying them was not identified. I imagine they're going to get in trouble if they are identified because that's all, a lot of time and resources. But, yeah, the, there's pictures of all these white pigeons. What's the exit ramp closed for? Pigeons. Pigeon attacks. So that's my news. I know, Texas, you have some sad news, but a good reminder of safety when it comes to fireworks. Yeah. So we just had the 4th of July celebration yesterday as we record this on Monday the 5th. Um, So last night on the 4th, Columbus Blue Jackets 24-year-old goalie Matt Mattis Kivalinikis, something like that. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong, which I know I did. Dies after being struck by fireworks. Um, originally, they thought he may have slipped and fell and hit his head while trying to run from fireworks, but now it has come out that a medical examiner from Nova, Michigan, Novi, Michigan, which is where he lives, uh, performed an autopsy and determined that the Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender. Uh, died of chest trauma from an errant firework, um, a der- an errant fireworks motor blast. Um, apparently, the motor kind of tipped and was aiming at people. He was sitting in a hot tub with some people and tried to flee, and the motor just flew and hit him right in the chest. And I guess he, I guess it killed him. So, um, be careful when you do anything with fireworks, especially if you've been drinking. Um, that's just real sad because he's only 24. I know, and he had probably a really bright future ahead of him. Yeah, there was... It's always sad when that kind of stuff happens. They were saying he was... He he only played in one game this year, but they said that he was going to definitely contend for more of a bigger role next year, but unfortunately, a young life has ended due to a mishap with the fireworks. So, even the slightest thing you do... Like mowing your yard or something like that. Make sure you're taking proper precautions, um, especially if you use a push mower or a weed eater. Wear you know boots. Don't wear flip flops. Wear a face shield or some kind of glasses to protect your eyes. Just be smarter when you're doing certain things because you never know <laughs> when an errant firework is gonna hit you in the chest or some yeah, or some fluke accident. So try to always have your head in a swivel. Be aware of your surroundings and be smart. Obviously, yeah, there are things happen that are out of people's control, or just you never expect that to happen. So, and that was really sad when I heard that. That was a sad story. So, condolences to the family and the Blue Jackets organization. They had a moment of silence for him before the finals game tonight, which was really nice. All That's right. All I got. Well, with that, I think it's time we play a game. <laughs> 
game of the week. Take it away, Rick Spade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! For the record, I was awake. I've just been sitting here listening with my eyes closed. Ooh, Fort Wayne Comets won the Kelly Cup. <laughs> Yay. All right, so we haven't played this in a while. I thought we'd do a little Would You Rather. Yeah, we can do some Would You Rather. So, the way this game works is I'm going to give each person two cards, and I'm going to read them aloud, and you're going to tell me would you rather do A or would you rather do B. So, we're going to start with uh, my good buddy, Texas. It's me. Texas, would you rather... Everywhere you go, you trigger natural disasters or marry Kim Jong-un. Ooh, man. I get to marry the leader of a very strong nation, even though he's kind of crazy. Because I don't want to trigger natural disasters, considering I like going out on the ocean. I don't want a typhoon or something to kill me. So I guess I'm going to become the, uh, I guess I'm going to become the wife of uh, Kim Jong-un. Okay. Jay Hizzle. Mm-hmm. Would you rather plastic surgeons in training use you to practice operations? Oh. Or have small, annoying, talking faces on your nails? Um, Small, annoying, talking faces on my nails because I don't do needles and knives and ugh, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to be practiced on. Yeah. I'll wear gloves if things get out of control. <clears throat> okay. Here's my question. Would I rather eat off all of my meals off of Vin Diesel's head or your inner thoughts are now announced through a loudspeaker? Ooh, this is a tough one. So, Vin Diesel's head probably gets really sweaty, so I'm hoping that I have a plate. Because if I'm just, like, eating it off his bald head, that would be really weird. On the other hand, my inner thoughts would be cool, but sometimes I can get pretty dirty with those. Yeah. I think my girlfriend would kill me if I started talking about my inner thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell? You only live once. Inner thoughts it is. All right, Texas. Yeah. Would you rather have an upside down face or you're a walking human magnet that attracts all metal and ruins electronics? That one. You're gonna be in a. You're gonna be a magnet that ruins electronics. Yep, I'm gonna just. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to Best Buy and just start walking around all their electronics till they pay me to leave. I'm kind of sad that you didn't pick upside down face. That way, I could be like that thing on Family Guy. I'm sorry that he treated you bad. He's really turned his life upside down face. Hmm. Jay Hizzle. Mm-hmm. Would you rather compete with grizzly bears to catch salmon for all your meals? Mm -hmm. no. Wow. 
or things randomly explode when you touch them. You know, I like challenges. If I f fish a lot, I would probably be healthier. I'm a human. I can figure out ways to use technology to my advantage. I'm going to compete with the Grizzlies. Okay. It'll be intimidating at first, but we'll become friends. There's plenty of fish to go around. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Yep. All right. Here's my what I rather. What I rather. I am famous for having the world's smallest penis. Or only tell the truth. Well, this is pretty easy. I hide nothing, so I would rather only tell the truth. I don't like to lie, as it is. So, plus, plus, you're already famous for having the world's smallest penis. I don't care how small it is. If you ask certain people, that works amazing. All right. Texas. Yeah. Would you rather ride Peter Dinklage like a sled down an extremely steep mountain? Or... Get rolled in plastic wrap and thrown in a swamp. Well, I don't want that one because I'll probably end up drowning. Uh, I do feel bad that I'll be using uh, Tyrion Lannister as a sled. Hopefully we don't hit nothing and I hurt him. So I'm going to ride uh, Peter Dinklage down a hill. <laughs> You're doing midget sledding. That's going to be the next Winter Olympic sport. All right. Jay Hizzle, mm -hmm. would you rather, when you go out, you always have to be on a leash, or masturbate 15 times a day? One sounds like, you know, first you're like, oh, that would feel, that, no, that would end up probably being pretty rough in the end. Um, You know... I bet there's people <laughs> with the way I venture off sometimes that wish I was on a leash when I was with them. Um, you do have some ADHD. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm heading up to the front for Cedar Point 45 minutes later. I I guess yeah, I'd rather just be on a leash and, you know, let my family jewels not be rubbed raw. So, um. <laughs> he said rubbed raw. Yeah, that just sounds, yeah. Plus, who, I'm busy. Who has time for 15? Um, yeah, I'll just be on a leash. There's cool leashes out there. Probably a longer leash, but I'm good with that. Okay. Would I rather nothing is fun anymore or the Keebler elves have extremely loud orgies in my bedroom walls? <sighs> Pretty easy one. That's an easy one. You would think that. I don't know if I could just have nothing be fun anymore. At the same time, I don't want to hear the Keebler Elves going, I'm a fudge pack me. I'm a fudge pack me. Ah! Eventually you learn to sleep ah! through it. Eventually you learn to sleep through it, but if nothing's fun, what good is, I mean, you gotta have fun. I guess the Keebler Elves are fudge packing themselves in my wall. Yep, exactly. All right, we'll do one more round. Okay. I, I, know, I know these go quick, but this has been kind of fun. 
Hmm. All right, Texas, would you rather go through a TSA line before you get into any bathroom or you can only stand or be hung upside down? Hashtag bat life. I can only stand or be hung upside down? Yeah. Man, that's kind of difficult because I don't like being hung upside down. But then on another hand, sometimes I have to rush to the bathroom because otherwise I'm about to pee myself. Yeah, that screw would, it. I'll yeah, just whip it out and pee on TSA. So I'll go through TSA. That would kind of suck if you, they had to check your shoes each time. You got to pat down. No, because 90% of the time I'm wearing I'm wearing Skechers slip-ons or my... Uh, my flip-flops, so it don't take a lot for me to get my shoes on and off. Okay. And like I said, I can just whip it out and pee on somebody. All right, Jay Hizzle. All right, what do you got for the last one for me? Would you rather... It's snowing in your house all the time. Ooh. Or... Every time you fall asleep, you end up stuck in Narnia. Hmm. So that just means like I'm all my dreams are in Narnia. I would say I'm waking up, so I'm coming back from Narnia. Um. You know what though? <laughs> Especially with how hot it's been lately, I think I would be okay if it was just snowing in my house all the time, and I could just, you know, just. Get in a nice warm blankets all the time, especially in these really hot days. And I probably won't have to pay an air conditioning bill ever. So that's cool. Um, I'll just take all the snow in the house. Sad you didn't go to Narnia. Give me back my sock, you goat bastard. Alright, here is my question. Would I rather... You're a slave to the person on the judge's right, which I guess at this point would be Jay Hizzle. I'm a slave for you. Or. Or. Perform in SeaWorld show as a dolphin. Man, I've always wanted to backflip through one of those fucking hoops. And then do that tail ride thing in the water, you know, where it looks like kind of hump in the air. Plus, for you, if you were a dolphin, maybe you'd be one where the people get to ride the dolphin. There might <laughs> be some... <laughs> well, I guess you have a girlfriend now. But before that time, there there'd probably be some pretty ladies riding you. I mean, my girlfriend might be okay with me picking up chicks in bikinis from doing the dolphin show. I'm going to perform in SeaWorld, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Alright, and that was this week's Game of the Week. Alright, well, now it's time for some Southern Charm. Well, 
Jazz, of course, isn't here because he normally isn't. But every now and then, every now and then. So I, I was just going to continue for at least my part of his session uh, some more presidential jokes. A reporter is interviewing the president of the United States. Wallace, the interviewer, says, I've got to tell you, if I may, sir, respectfully, in the Fox poll they asked people, who is more competent, Who's got, whose mind is sounder? Biden beats you in that. Trump. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a test. Let's take a test right now. Let's go down. Joe and I will take a test. Let him take the same test that I took. Wallace. Incidentally, I took the test too when I heard that you passed it. Trump. Yeah, how did you do? Wallace. It's not, well, not the hardest test. They have a picture and it says, what's that? And it's an elephant. Trump. No, no, no. You see, that's all misrepresentation. Wallace. Well, that's what it was on the web. Trump. It's all misrepresentation because, yes, the first few questions are easy, but I'll bet you couldn't even answer the last five questions. I'll bet you couldn't. They get very hard, the last five questions. Wallace. Well, one of them was count backward from 100 by 7. Trump. Let me tell you. Wallace. 93. Trump. You couldn't answer. You can answer many of the questions. Wallace, okay, what's the question? Trump, I'll get you the test. I'd like to give it. I'll guarantee that Joe Biden cannot answer those questions. Wallace, okay. Trump, okay. And I answered all 35 questions correctly. Now here comes the sad part. <laughs> this isn't even a joke. That is an excerpt from an actual interview. <laughs> I think I remember that interview where Trump was going on about an IQ test that he took online and how he's smarter than everyone else. Oh, man. That's pretty funny. Let's see here. One one other presidential one. Joe finishes... I'll say Joe Biden and Barack Obama are going for a morning jog. Joe finishes at under 11 minutes, but Barack is waiting for him at the finish line already. What time did you get? Asks Joe. I ran pretty well. Under 10 minutes this time, answers Obama. By the way, what's the standing record amongst the presidents now? Bill at nine and a half. No, says Biden. Bush did nine eleven. <laughs> Get it? Because he was president during nine eleven. Anyway, I'm gonna end at that. <laughs> really, you're ending with that? Oh, I can keep going. Do one more. Don't end with the nine eleven one, especially not the day after Independence Day. I heard Joe Biden was gonna get the same intelligence briefing Trump gets every day for the first time tomorrow. Does the coloring book come with crayons? Okay, that one was better. It was, it was. I'm running, they're, they're running out of good ones. I'll have to see if there's more better ones next time. But um, now, uh, does anyone else have anything they want to add, or are we good to uh, talk about our top five? I don't really have anything. I don't feel like getting into stuff tonight, so. Yeah, let's talk about that top five. <laughs> All right, today's exciting. Top five favorite race car drivers of all time, whether it be actual, no, NASCAR, no. IndyCar, Xfinity. Can be, Top five racers. Oh, racers, whatever. So it can be any kind of racing. It can be swimming. It can be a racer in a made-up TV show. It can be speed racer. Go, speed racer, go. So, um, Texas, what do you got? So, 
honorable mentions to Speed Racer, Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, Katie Ledecky. Oh, nice. Top five. Number five. Dick Trickle. That's fair. He was an actual NASCAR driver. I know. Hmm. I know. I was telling people who don't know. Uh, number four, Tom Cruise's character in Days of Thunder, Cole Trickle. Number three, Ricky Bobby. Oh, that's a good one. Number two, Dominic Toretto. Oh. And number one, the best racer of all time, Lightning McQueen. Nice. Rick, what about you? Okay. My number five, Speed Racer. My number four, Mario Andretti. My number three, Cal Petty. My number two, uh, Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. And my number one from the Wacky Races, Dick Dastardly and Muttley. <laughs> nice. Oh, I like you. Yeah, I like what you guys went with. I, uh, being a huge NASCAR fan, I, I just went with some of my favorite drivers now and of all time. Can I guess number one? Wait, 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 wait. I got one more honorable mention. Okay. Shout out to the tortoise who beat the hare. Oh, brilliant. That tortoise deserves all the praise. That's pretty good. Um, I'm curious. You can, you can throw out your guess, and then we'll see if you're right when we get to it. Mark Martin. All right. I w- so here is um, so I have a bunch of honorable mentions. I actually, you know, when he raced, uh, I don't know how I felt about him, but I, I really like him now. Ern, Dale Earnhardt Jr., um, Tony Stewart, quite a character. Ward Ward Burton, Carl Edwards. I always did the backflip after a victory. Jeff Burton, Dale Jarrett. I actually, <laughs> you Texas might not agree with me on this one. I don't know, but I actually Joey Logano's growing me quite a bit. I'm a big Austin Cindric fan. I'm super excited for him to come up. Matt Crafton, Haley Deegan. All right, here's my top five. So number five, I'm going Natalie Decker. So, um, number four, a classic. He he retired. He didn't race a little bit last year, actually, uh, retirement. But that's Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth is the man. Uh, my current favorite driver drives number 12 car, Ryan Blaney. Number two, good old Terry Labonte. I actually got to meet him when he uh, met Kellogg's once and talked to him for a little bit. Super nice guy. And yes, Texas knows me well. My favorite driver of all time, Mark Martin. Woo! I still hope to the someday number get six to meet him. Viagra mobile. It was Valvoline, the Viagra. Then I think he drove the drove the U.S. Army car for a while. Then he it had was the, also Pfizer for a while. Yep, he had the number five Kellogg's car for a while, and and he did great at the end of it. Like when he'd retired, he was doing really good. I was like, Mark, what do you have to retire? But nope, he wanted to go spend time with his family and friends and. He did what he wanted to do, and he's enjoying retirement. I, I follow him on social media, and someone asked, Mark, will you ever come out of retirement race? He's like, nope, I'm just loving life right now. So good for him, but Mark's just the man. He's awesome. Great guy. 
Uh, Mr. Consistency, they call him. He's known, unfortunately, he the one year he should have won the championship, he didn't because of some penalty. That's not even a penalty anymore. But he's known as the best race car driver to never win a championship. But he'll always be a champion to me. Good old Mark Martin. But all right, so that is our top five. And now Texas is upset about that, I think. I'm angry. And it's time to tell somebody to bite me. Bite me. Ah! Bite me. (laughs) Bite me. And now it's time for Fight Me Featuring Jay Hizzle Rick Spade And Texas There's no Guzzlebird today But there are ducks I saw all kinds of ducks today Them bitches were everywhere Alrighty then So we're going to start where we normally start because I like to hear what his first world issues are, and that would be Jay Hizzle. Oh, I am pissed at deer. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Deer, deer, deer. The assholes oh, of the night. Dear. All right. I realize deer are just really dumb, right? But, I mean, they need to stop putting people's lives in jeopardy. You know, I'm a man just trying to drive. Going home, the roads are the roads. Like, everyone knows you look both ways before crossing. And there's deer everywhere. They're just like, <laughs> I'm just going to walk across the street, even if a car's coming. Oh, look, a car. I'm just going to stand here for a minute. Just going to hang out on the side of the road. You know, maybe I'll jump in front of someone and they'll hit me. I don't know. That'll hurt. Like, what are these deer thinking? Do they not understand what kind of damage that does to them? Their families? Do these deer not think about their families? Like... And what about the families of the people whose car that get hit by them? I mean, it's just, it's very scary out there. The deer are trying to attack humans. Um, last night, I just never saw so many deer before. I was very upset by all these deer. They weren't even crossing by their deer crossing signs or anything. So I don't know what was happening, but I'm angry that, at the deer. That, that, that's bullshit. They can't read those deer crossings. I know. Signs. Like, if you're going to cross, cross by the sign. That way, I know to slow down. And, and like, now I'm, there's, like, random deer just all by themselves. Are deer's not friends with each other anymore? I don't know. I was like, oh, deer, multiple times. But, yeah, one, literally, if, if I was going, I was going maybe, like, 40 or 45 in the country roads because there were so many. And this one was, like, right there over the hill. And if I was going any faster, I probably wouldn't have stopped in time. But I'm like, what the heck? So, you know what, deer? You can bite me. It's ridiculous. We, all right, Mr. Spade. <sighs> you know, I don't have any real problems. 
Um, have you driven on country road lately? I have, and luckily I didn't go past any deer. Although, I noticed that there are a lot more deer since I've been traveling back and forth to Athens because my girlfriend will start pointing them out in the fields. Yeah. Like, she's got some kind of sixth sense because she'll be driving, all of a sudden she'll be like, deer, and that fucker's like 200 yards away where I can barely see that motherfucker. And then she'll be like, deer, deer, deer. Now, you know what I'm pissed off about? I'm pissed off about people that continuously light fireworks well after curfew. When is curfew? Because, you, know, you know, they want you to stop by like a certain time. Like 11 or something? To, yeah, something like that. Okay. 11, 12. That shit was still going off at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning last night. And I understand it's Independence Day. But I had to fucking be up at 5 a.m. Or to be at work at 5 a.m. I was fucking tired. I got home at like 11.30. I got maybe a broken three, four hours of sleep. And I made it all the way through my shift. But fuck. Come on, guys. So I'm hoping everybody in my neighborhood ran out of fireworks tonight. Because I haven't heard any go off yet. Because I'm fucking tired, but to those who continuously light fireworks well after midnight, y'all can fucking bite me. Alright. I'm trying to think if I have anything. Uh, I just spent four very relaxing days camping, so I don't have much. I don't know. Did you say it was hot and humid? No, not really. Hmm. There was a lot of rain when I was there. Ooh, you pissed at the rain? Goddamn no. clouds. Hmm. Fuck you, clouds. I, this is this is shocking. I really don't have anything today. You're happy with the world right now. Uh, Okay, I guess Biden, you can bite me. There you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> I recently... This is going to sound real bad. Uh, I recently got into TikTok. Because for some reason I had TikTok on my phone. I've never used TikTok. I've never really looked at TikTok except if like Rick will send me something every now and then. But this past weekend, um, again, this is going to sound weird. I did take my ex-wife with us to go camping because she never really gets to do anything with the kids. And I figured it'd be fun for her to get to spend some time with the kids on 4th of July. And she was showing me TikTok and how to use it and crap like that. And I don't know how I got TikTok on my phone, but obviously it knows I'm conservative because it just kept making fun of freaking Biden the whole time and how he how he doesn't seem to know how to make a damn sentence. And he just... So he's an embarrassment to America, so Biden can bite me. You know, the way TikTok works, it's some weird fucking algorithm shit. Like, if you start watching certain things, then that's what you'll get, like, I watch some people make fun of stuff, and then I watch, like, big titty girls, like, get into bikinis. And so that's what pops up on my feed most of the time. No, seriously, until until Saturday night, I think it was, I've never gotten onto the TikTok app on my phone, except for when you send stuff in the group chat, and I click on it and look at it. That is it. And then Saturday night, I start going through, and then it's all conservative people making fun of Biden. And I'm like, I like TikTok. And TikTok has some really cool bus conversions on it. Hashtag eggplant. <laughs> I, I had to show that one to my ex-wife because that one made me laugh. No, TikTok has some funny things. Sometimes I think maybe I'll make some TikTok videos, but that day has not come. Um, All right. We well, should make some pod damn TikToks. We could. 
I mean, Guzzlebird's made some content. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Oh no! Oh, I, I thought I lost it for a minute. All right, you guys know what's time for now. Nope. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> prizes are done. Ding! Oh, prizes are done. Ding! Prizes are done. Would you like an apple pie with that? Bum, 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 bum. Take it away, Rick. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. So, I was trying to think of something that I could talk about today. And I think I want to talk a little bit about anime. Ah. So... As you know, I'm a big fan of anime, Dragon Ball Z, Death Note, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, one of the ones that I don't have any tattoos of yet uh, would be one called Inuyasha. Now, for those of you that are unaware of what the anime Inuyasha is, it's about a half-demon, half-human who meets a girl that traveled from the present day to the feudal era through a well, and they're trying to find the Shikon Jewel... Uh, before any of the other demons do, and I guess it's supposed to grant wishes or something. And I ended up watching that and the sequel, and now there's actually a sequel to that where it stars, like, all their kids um, called Princess Yahashime, and I'm sure I butchered that name. But I just started reaching, recently watching it on Funimation, and I gotta say I'm pretty impressed. I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it or not. But it's starting to grow on me. I'm a couple of episodes in. So I'd like to tell you right now, I really recommend watching the entire Inuyasha and Inuyasha the Final Act. And if you got a chance, watch the movies, even though they don't really quite tie into the rest of the show. And uh, when you're done with that, check out Princess uh, Yahashime. I think you'll really enjoy it. So I'm going to give this one a uh, 7.5 out of 10. Seven and a half out of ten. All right. Nice. Anything else? Uh, anything else you like to cover? Is that Rick segment? Um. Oh, one more thing. Hmm. I I really like rocks. So if y'all can find like cool like geodes and stuff, let me know. Like I'm trying to find like a really cool place to go buy some cool ass rocks. So, if you don't have any places with cool-ass rocks, especially in, like, maybe the South Carolina area, uh, let me know. So. Cool rocks. All right. That was Rick's segment. It's time for some tweets. 
Hazel is all backwards tonight. Rick is sick, and I am exhausted from this weekend. This is good. This is probably the most boring podcast we've ever done. Tweets of the week. There has been lots of entertainment. I don't know what you're talking about. We had a, a good weeks we talked about. We had some interesting news. Who would you rather? I was a good game. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Texas. Okay, so maybe the presidential jokes were a little off. It happens. It happens, all right? But these jokes are right on. My wife just stopped and said, you weren't even listening, were you? I thought, that's a pretty weird way to start a conversation. Um, Welcome to Plastic Surgery Addicts Anonymous. I see a few new faces here this week, and I must say I'm very disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) See, that that one was good, right? First time for everything. I'll give you that one. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) How do you organize a space party? Plan it. My my mom is a hoarder and refuses to throw away her old magazine collection. She has a lot of issues. Oh, man. I like that one. <laughs> I got this awful disease where I can't stop making airport jokes. The doctor says it's terminal. I, I got one for you. Okay. Did you hear about the bird who got sick? No. It got the flu. Oh, it's okay, no. though. It got tweetment. <laughs> nice. What do you call the sexuality where you're attracted to men and women, but neither are attracted to you? By uh, yourself. No, I was going to say Rick. <laughs> I'm the only person on this podcast getting laid. Thank you. My wife wants to get in shape, so I recommended lunges. That would be a big step forward. <laughs> Male male bees die after mating. That's basically their life. Honey, nut, cheerio. If Apple made a car, what would it be missing? Windows. (laughs) Oh, that was pretty good. All right, and last one, we're going to end on a religious joke. The oldest computer was owned by Ab and Eve. It was an apple with very limited memory. Just one bite and everything crashed. Oh, man. Get it? Everything. All right. Let's read a classic Donald Trump tweet. At Ariana Huff is unattractive both inside and out. I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. He made a good decision. (laughs) That ain't even right. Trump is such an asshole. But he's hilarious. He is, that's pretty damn funny. Oh, man. All right, let's see. Arnold had a 4th of July tweet where he said, My dreams would have been impossible anywhere else. So today and every day I'm grateful for the United States. And I'll always fight for our country to be better every day because being the greatest country in the world isn't easy. Good job, Arnold. Good job. He's right. And I think those are the tweets of the week. Bum, 
Rick Spade, Rick Spade, tell us the way. What does everybody want? Bread. Head. What does everybody need? Bread. Head. Head. Banana bread. Sorry. Sorry. I was thinking about yesterday. Anyways. I want banana bread. Damn banana bread. Um, Erica, if you ever actually watch this, please make him some banana bread so he'll shut up. I don't even know if you know how to make banana bread, but please. She's pretty smart. I bet she could figure it out. And that would be awesome. Well, obviously, she likes you, so she has to be smart, right? That, it's true. You're right. That's good. That's good. What do you got for us, Rick? Well, let's start with my good old buddy, Al Snow. No one can resist hot monkey sex. Ex- <laughs> except monkey females with a headache. <laughs> All right. And Jessica got mad the other day. She asked me not to mention her friend's lazy eye when she came to visit. So I made sure to give numerous compliments to her super athletic one. <laughs> that- that reminds me of when we were in a line at Cedar Point and I saw this one kid and I looked at Rick and go, Jesus Christ, that kid can look in four different directions at once. We're going to hell for that. <laughs> I already knew I was going to hell. All right. And finally, for Al Snow, if I could meet my brain, the first thing I would probably say is it was truly and sincerely horrible working with you. And now for Jurassic Park updates. They actually posted some stuff. I know. It's amazing. First, Clifford has died. I'm assuming they're talking about the bedrag dog unless they got a dinosaur named Clifford. Then, wow, it's starting to seem like the amount of deaths here at the park is never going to rise to a level where we have to completely shut down. Looks like we're here to stay. In the movie, the park never gets off the ground because of the deaths, but here we are about a year and a half, or a year in, and though the people die here every day, I guess enough people are having a good time that we just keep on going. And then, fireworks don't scare the dinosaurs. Nothing does. Doing a bunch of coke in the bathroom. Three more. This job is like 70% for the Twitter followers and 30% for the access to dinosaurs for me. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, just got fired. <laughs> and finally, to celebrate the fourth, we're going to make all the dinos have sex with each other. And that was the Jurassic Park tweets. You know what that's... You know what that means. It's the Urban Dictionary Definition of the Week. Take it away, Texas. Jay Hazel. Uh, You have a really interesting word this week. I feel like they're interesting every week, but all right. If you think it's interesting, it might be extra interesting. Can you tell me what... Sussy baka means. Sussy baka. Oh yeah, this is a Star Wars term. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, a sexy baka is, it's kind of like a slang term for sexy Chewbacca. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's all different kinds of people in this world attracted to different things and in the galaxy. And, um, you know, some are, are attracted to Chewbacca's. And so, you know, they'll see, uh, you know, especially like I imagine like at Comic-Cons and in Disney World and stuff, you'll see Chewbacca walking around and going. <laughs> and then there's some people like, oh, my gosh, that's a sexy baka, which is a sexy baka, sexy Chewbacca. So it's what people say when they're attracted to Chewbacca, basically. <laughs> well, that's a better answer than I was expecting. Uh Sussy is shortened for suspicious, uh. and baka is Japanese for fool. So, sussy baka is a suspicious fool. Oh, I thought it was a sexy Chewbacca. I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know I, I, what? I, I like sexy baka. For 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 once, I think I think yours is better than the actual definition. Hey, every now and then, I think you think that. <laughs> I Not think that really. most times. Actually, I don't know. Some of yours have been pretty damn good, but I'm not gonna lie. I I'm running out of things to put on here. So I, if anyone who watches or listens to this knows any Urban Dictionary definitions they want Jay Hizzle to listen to, please send them to Pod Damn Texas. Hmm. Well, hopefully you have one more because that's the bonus Urban Dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Texas. Just a reminder that the Urban Dictionary Definition of the Week is brought to you by Dirty Rib Job Grill Seasoning. That's rib, R-I-B, job grill seasoning. You can get it in the original Dirty Rib Job, the spicy Dirty Sanchez, or the fish flavoring, the Dirty Trouser Trout. All available on Etsy.com. Just go to the search bar, type in Dirty Rib Job, and it'll take you there. Don't click on Dirty Panties because you'll end up with a black or a black eye. You'll end up with a pink eye and an STD. <laughs> Or maybe a black guy if you order panties and your girlfriend's not appreciative that she'll punch you in the eye. Either or. It's in the face. Or, you know, you get the old dick in the eye. I don't know what you're doing. Can either of you tell me what a doodul tala is? A doodul tala? Nope. Doodul tala. A doodul tala. A duel. It's a duel. It's a sword fight of some sort, and they're fighting over something. Hmm. What? So this is a duel, a sword duel, and they're fighting over the tala. But I don't know what the tala is. Is it like a? <laughs> All I know is it's a sword fight over the tala, and I don't know if it's like something. Is it Taliban? Is it you know back in? Back when there were all the terrorists out there and they're doing Taliban training, they had to do sword fights because they didn't have a lot of modern weapons and they would fight to the death over the Tala and then that guy got to go do the, go on to the next mission or something. Rick? Yeah, I'm just going to go with Taliban dick sword fighting. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it okay. was a sharp sword. I wonder how they do that to the death, though. Means dick. Tala means gold. It's a Persian slang for a guy who thinks he's the shit. 
otherwise known as a golden dick boy, thinks he's so special and cool as if his dick is made out of gold. Doodle Tala. Doodle Tala. That was close. That was pretty close. All right. Uh, Wait. Uh Uh-uh. One more. Oh, wow. Rick's got some now. Yay, One more. Okay. It's the bonus bonus of the Dictionary Definition of the Week. Here we go. Now, two people told me that we should do this as a Urban Dictionary Definition of the Week last week, and I said that I was going to do it. Oh, okay. So, Texas, Jay Hizzle, can either of you tell me what water sports is? I mean, in real life, water sports is is when you like to do things in the water, such as tubing, skiing, freestyle, um all different kinds of fun things in the water, although I can't do any of those. And I don't know, skiing in water just looks crazy to me. But tubing's kind of fun. It's just when they try to, sometimes people try to get you off the tube by, you know, going crazy on the boat and then jumping the waves. And I hang on like an idiot, even though I should let go. And there I am upside down on a tube now. And <laughs> Yes. I've done that before. I refuse to let go. Sorry, I just pictured Jay Hizzle underwater holding on to the tube. <laughs> I eventually let go, but it's it's stupid. I should just let go as soon as the thing's airborne and I'm flying. Like, there's no reason. I have nothing to I prove. I fly through the air. This ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've been tubing a long time. That that incident made me wonder, like, what what am I doing? But I just... Drowning. You were drowning. <laughs> Maybe. You're basically waterboarding yourself. Because I know Rick was mentioning that his girlfriend doesn't like to do that kind of stuff. So... <clears throat> Okay, here's what I think water sports is. This is when you get a bunch of rednecks together, the chubby rednecks, and then they all start just shotgunning beers. And then Bubba turns to Bubba and goes, here, hold my bear. And then he gets up on the diving board, and he goes and does a big old fat guy belly flop. And then he goes, see if you can beat that, Bubba Jr., and then Bubba Jr. tries to do it. It's basically a bunch of fat guys trying to do belly flops after shotgun and beers. Water sports. Although, now that I was thinking about it, you know, if it's Urban Dictionary, it's probably a little dirtier, so it's probably like it's probably like doing sexual things in the water. In the pool, nah, maybe? It, it's probably referring to peeing on somebody. Or maybe doing something on the slip and slide. Dude, oh. peeing on someone while they're on a slip and slide. Oh, that be, that would be difficult. They go flying by as you're trying to pee on them. That probably is it. You're right. Texas, peeing I just came on up. someone while they're going yeah. on a slip and slide. That's what it is. It's definitely addiction. And that makes sense that um, your girlfriend doesn't like to do that kind of stuff. So that's cool. Well, <laughs> you started off completely fucking wrong, but you're getting in the right direction as time went on. Water sports. <laughs> Sexual activity in which urine is involved. The presence of urine is generally considered erotic for those indulging in the urine-related activities, such as peeing on each other. Water sports, also known <laughs> as a golden shower. Yep, it's definitely when they go when someone goes out of the slip and slide. You try to pee on them as they go by. Yep, that's one hundred. It's got to be difficult because you got to sit there and you got to wait until they get close enough. Then you got to let the stream go, like right before they get there, so you don't run out before they get there. Well, that's why you time it. Like, one, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three. Oh, fuck. 
That's shiz. Never mind. What? Okay, now things are getting out of hand. Um, they always do. Yeah, they always do. All right, but it just took a little longer on this episode to get things out of hand. Now that we've taken everyone down to a low, we'll now get them high. Today. Yet it's short, yet still long. Hmm. That's what she said. Do you know what Ella Fitzgerald said? She said, just don't give up trying to do what you really want to do. Where there is love and inspiration, I don't think you can go wrong. And I agree with Ella there. So you definitely, whatever it is you want to do in life, I mean, unless it's like something really bad and illegal, go for it. Limit your always and your nevers. I don't know. Amy Fuller said that. <laughs> Ooh, nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. Yes. Andrew Hepburn said that. I like that. And C.S. Lewis says, you're never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. That's right. That's, that's important because some people are like, I'm too old or I've passed the time where I can pursue these dreams. No. You're never too old. You can always pursue a new goal, a new dream. Heck, Americans got talent. Sometimes you see these, like, 60-year-olds pursuing a dream, and all of a sudden now they're famous and all that, and their 60s are crazy. Donald Trump became president, and Joe Biden became president, what, in their late 70s? It's crazy. So you're never never too late. I always be dreaming. All right, Rick, what do you got? All right, I got a couple here. First, from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Change doesn't begin when we get knocked on our ass. It begins the moment we decide to get back up on our own two feet. Secondly, are you masturbating because you're horny or because you're depressed and need the dopamine? And finally, once you lick the frosting off a cupcake, it becomes a muffin. And muffins are healthy. You're welcome. Take it away, Texas. How do you sleep at night knowing people don't like you with no underwear in case they want to kiss my ass? Yeah. Uh, hang on. Sorry, I threw myself off by doing that one first. <laughs> oh you know me, I just do shit half backwards sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Act as if what you do Makes a difference. It does. William James. Sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Dr. Seuss. Don't just give up trying to do what you really want to do. Where there is love and inspiration, I don't think you can go wrong. Ella Fitzgerald. And with that, we would like to thank you for joining us today at the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and pretty much everywhere we you get a goddamn podcast nowadays. We're pretty much everywhere you want to be. We're like UPS. Just without the ugly brown clothes. I'm glad we're not like FedEx because then we'd end up on the wrong porch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, do, you, do you have a uh, story with that? I'm curious. I just know that every time I look on Facebook, somebody's complaining that FedEx has dropped the package at the wrong house. 
Or uh, FedEx has dropped off um, the person around the corner from me's Chewy Box multiple times to my address because we're both 26. I don't know okay. why you can't tell the difference between Cynthia and Styles and Bradford and Clark Street, but what the fuck ever. Okay. I was just kind of curious about that because I said the thing about UPS and then you're like, oh, I'm glad we're not FedEx. Anyways, you can reach us at Poddam Rick Spade at Poddam Texas at Poddam Idiots P1 and our email is Poddam Idiots Podcast at Outlook.com. Please make sure you like and subscribe. Give us a five star review on YouTube or uh, on Podbean, Apple, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, Podchaser, uh, pretty much anywhere you want to be, like I said. And make sure you share us with your friends, family, the creepy neighbor, your pastor, even though you'll get banned from church, your mom's hot friend, your crush, your friend with benefits, your bank teller, a stripper, the bartender, shout it out on the streets, tell your girlfriend, tell your girlfriend's family, tell your girlfriend's extended family, tell your girlfriend's entire friends, but then she's going to tell them, tell you to leave them because whoever your pod damn idiot boyfriend is, is probably an idiot. Well, of course we're idiots because the damn name's pod damn idiots. <laughs> And, um, shit, I lost what I was trying to say. And just thank you for joining us. Have a great week. We'll see you all again next week.